Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's not fair. Oh boy, you guys, this Lady A versus Lady A is getting ugly. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, so we all know the story. Country group Lady Antebellum dropped the Antebellum and decided to go with their nickname Lady A. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. they did this um, just out of in solidarity with the black community because they realized the um, implications of Antebellum and the Civil War and all that stuff. So... They're trying to do a good thing. Right. So they decided, out of respect, they're just going to go by Lady A. Well, then this R&B singer named Anita White, who goes by Lady A, um, said, hey, wait a second. I've been using that name while performing for 20 years. So they end up having this Zoom call, and we end up seeing some of it in the media. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, look at them. They're oh, laughing. Everybody seems happy. Laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, then Anita White, Lady A, uh, the R&B singer, came forward and said, okay, once the lawyers got involved, this is when things are starting to break down. Hmm. Well, now the country group, Lady A, has filed suit against R&B singer Lady A, excuse me, yesterday in federal court in Nashville. They've been in a battle over the name since announcing, of course, on June 11th that they were dropping the antebellum portion of their name. A few weeks ago, they had thought they'd come to an agreement with Anita White, Lady A, who's been performing under that name, like I said, for a couple decades. Those talks broke down, and now the group's lawyers say that Anita White is trying to keep them from enforcing a trademark that they registered 10 years ago. Right. They've had a trademark on the name Lady A, which we didn't know that previously. For 10 years, yes. So she's demanding $10 million to relinquish her claim to the name. And they're insisting that they wouldn't try to keep her from performing as Lady A. They just want her to allow them to do the same. Sure. They're and just use saying, the trademark that they have. Right. Right. Exactly. So, which makes it seem like that would be that's a strong case if you have the trademark, as yeah. opposed to if you're both just putting your hand up and say, "Wait, we go by that." Wait, no, I've already gone by that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I I don't know much about law, but I think that trademarks are a pretty powerful feather to have in your cap point yeah and they did this um come to this i agree they filed the trademark like i said 10 years ago then it took a year for it to get approved and then mrs uh ms white um 
I, you know, you could say had plenty of opportunity to challenge it, and she never did sure. until this story came out. And I just feel bad for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I saw somebody mention they should just change their name to uh, to Lady America, and it would be like kind of fit with the country vibe that they've got mm. and could be sort of a unifying name change and that could get away from it. What do you think of that suggestion? That's no, why a Twitter commented. I don't know. It sounds like a wrestling name. <laughs> I, I think Lady A Band. What about Lord A? <laughs> Introducing Lord and Lady. Lord. Lord and Lady A. Lords and Lady. How about you just call yourselves L.A.? The Lady A Band is good. Yeah. That's good. The Lady A Band. Yeah. How about that? Like the band she can Perry. Have, Anita White can have Lady A, and they take Lady A band. But frankly, they're probably not going to give it up because they're going to say, "No, we've had this trademark. Right? It's been and, ours, and we've and we've gone interchangeably from Lady Antebellum to Lady A." And they everybody since called them Lady A. You know, yeah. people have been calling them Lady A from the very beginning, mm-hmm. very beginning. Now, here's a good thing, though. This Anita White, she's gotten more press in the past month than probably. Probably the previous two decades. Yeah, right. So people are aware of her music now. Hopefully she's getting some downloads. Yeah. We really liked her. Yeah. We sampled a little bit. So I don't know. Good luck to those guys. It's always when the lawyers get involved, right? It's true. And you know what? I bet the suggestion of asking for that much money didn't come from her. It's like... I'm sure her lawyer was like, let's see how much money we can get out of them. You know, start high and settle lower. Sounds like a money grab to me. Yeah, but why not? (sighs) Right. Okay. Have you guys heard this Kelly Clarkson um, version of Whitney Houston's How Will I Know? Just a smidge. Dawn, I gotta hear. You are not even going to believe that this is not Whitney Houston. Yeah. She, I uh, already posted this link so you could see her singing it. I like it up, yeah. I thought I had hit the clip already. I, I was like, it doesn't really sound like it's her. on the Donna, okay. Donna and Steve show. All right, page. here's a little bit of it. Just the best American Idol, and it and it just happened so naturally. I mean, that's that really sounds great. like Whitney Houston. If I heard that on the radio, I would think I was listening to Whitney. <sighs> wow, that's Damn. good. It's oh. good. It shows you. It does show you. No disrespect to Kelly Clarkson. I love that version. That is great. But for me, it shows you that even if you played Whitney right now, you play those back to back, and Whitney is still just Whitney was like other planet yeah she was what she did with her voice extra little runs and just mm-hmm. the, the the power which is so good it will also remind you whoever wrote that song you wrote a great song that is very you can't help but feel good when you hear that song well now i need to know yeah, who, wrote who wrote it, it? it's How? probably that? somebody like famous like dolly parton mm-hmm. right? right who wrote i'm already oh, on it no. Uh, no, i'm gonna do it faster there's no, oh, no. there's George three Merrill. composers Squidward. There's three uh, composers, Shannon Rubicam, Narada Michael Walden, Rubik's Cube, and George Merrill. Merrill? <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Uh, yeah, that's who yeah. wrote it. That's okay. really good. It's really good. By the, the way. One I feel like I recognize as another songwriter for other songs. Go on. Let's see. Sorry. 
Just as we mentioned Kelly Clarkson, um, if you missed it yesterday, Elizabeth Reese was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Watched it last night. Did a great job. So it's, good. it's up on the uh, Twin Cities Live Facebook page. She was talking about some body shaming that she had dealt with and then a post that she posted, Elizabeth, that subsequently went viral and she talked with Kelly about that. Really, really great. So check that out on our uh, Twin Cities yeah, Live Facebook page. fantastic interview. And then the woman who was um, Mary, I believe her name was, right? Mm-hmm. Mary. Who was um, actually open-minded enough to realize that she was doing the things to her that um, Elizabeth was describing to her own daughter. Right. Uh-huh. And it was, it was, it was a very good piece. Yeah, it was great. How do you, what do you guys think about Kelly's like, Kelly's just kind of doing the I'm at home look, not putting any makeup on. I love it. I kind of do too. Dude. Well, and she's doing it now too. Uh, she had been doing stuff like at her Montana home. I don't think I don't think she's at that ranch anymore. It seems like because the background changed and got the background got very flashy, where yeah. it had been very LA cabiny. And, yeah. So the no makeup thing at the cabin, it was like, oh, that just goes hand in hand. Um, and it's kind of cool that she's like, I don't care if the background is flashing out until mm-hmm. we go back to the studio. I'm not going through the rigmarole that is putting on makeup. Yeah, like she's just wearing casual tops. She's her hair's like looks like a messy like pony. Uh, no, <laughs> your hair looks great. Oh. Um, and her hair, I mean, her hair doesn't not look great. She's just kind of going. It's not a polished TV look. Correct. Like the, the Kelly Ripa looks so incredible every day. I yep. watch it in here and I'm like, oh my God, how did she do that herself? Right? <laughs> so true. Anyway, remember yesterday we had the story about Ringo Starr and his birthday party because he turned 80 and we were like, say what? Yeah. He's 80 years old. Well, Dawn found a list of oh. other celebrities that are 80 years old, and we just might not believe yeah, it. I can't wait to hear your reaction to some of these. All right, we're going to get to that and a strange age fact about Regis Philbin coming up next on My Talk 1071. Good morning and welcome back. Thanks, you guys, for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Thank Talk you. 1071. Everything entertainment. You can call me Dennis. Even oh. though your name is Steve. Sorry, I blew what up. What blanket, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ringo Starr is 80 years old. We talked about his birthday party um, that he celebrated online with lots of other artists. So then Dawn did some digging and found some other uh, celebrities who are 80. These are always mind-blowing when you find this out. It's crazy, because when I think of an 80-year-old, I think, oh, they were born, you know... Uh, in 1901. Yeah, they're just, you know, it would be like an old film star, not somebody that we've seen in color. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kept click, clicking on their pictures because then when you click on it on this website, it opens a bio just to make sure I was like, okay, have I moved in the 60s here or whatever? But no. Oh, interesting. It's true. So uh, the first one who is 80 years old, Chuck Norris. Whoa. Wow. All right. Don't get him started because he'll Whoa. start with the whole Chuck Norris thing. Oh. 80 years old. Wow. That's really something. Isn't that weird? Okay. Wow. Yeah. We age, guys. It happens. Tina Turner is 80 years <gasps> old. I just oh saw an interview gosh. with her, I want to say like six months ago. It was like a CBS Sunday morning thing. Right? She, she still looks pretty good. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Her body is like oh, to die for. Colleen Lindstrom will love this one. Pop singer Tom Jones. Tom Jones oh, is 80. My mom used to call him Wigglebutt. Wow. Because <laughs> he does a little shimmy whenever he's singing. Yes. Um, real quick, hate to lose momentum. Oh, go ahead. Back to Chuck Norris. Yeah. 
When Chuck Norris was in middle school, Oops, his sorry. English teacher assigned an essay, What is Courage? He received an A-plus for turning in a blank page with only his name at the top. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, it's a Chuck Norris joke. Chuck Norris joke. Oh, my God, I'm so gullible. You can't say that kind of stuff to me. <laughs> I'll believe anything you say, Steve. Uh, there is no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Chuck Norris allows to live. <laughs> okay, now we, we're going to have to shut his mic off for a while. Okay, uh, other actors and people, uh, celebrities that are 80 years old. Al Pacino. <gasps> oh, hoo-ah. Wow. Go ahead, Steve. I take a flamethrower to this place. It's bad. I need to work on my... <laughs> no, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I love that. Scent of a woman. Oh, so good. How about fashion designer Ralph Lauren <gasps> is 80? You know, if you told me he was 104, I'd believe you. And if you told me he was 50, I'd probably believe you. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is 80. I discovered I this last that. week yeah. and couldn't what? believe it. Oh, my God. Couldn't gosh. believe she it. She is a, a very attractive lady. Just, yes. She is. She's very attractive. Well, and don't you... Go ahead. Don't you think this, when you hear that someone is, is of a certain age, in uh-huh. this case, 80, and you think of other 80-year-olds in your life. Right. And then you think, and some are still just, like, really full steam, and others have had to deal with health issues and yeah. things like that. Yeah. It's hard to imagine... Highly, highly productive 80-year-olds who are still working, haven't retired. Yeah, absolutely. Also also this, Chuck Norris got coronavirus. Now the coronavirus is in isolation. That's my last one. Jane Fonda is, she's got to be 80, right? Is she on the list? She isn't, but Lily Tomlin is 80. Oh, my God. Oh, I love Lily Tomlin. She's so darling. Smokey Robinson. No! Smokey! John Cleese is 80. Oh, I love John Cleese. James Kahn. No. Nancy Sinatra. Mm. Crocodile Dundee. Paul he, oh, no way. Yes. Oh. Jane Fonda, by the way, 82. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Jack Nicholas, the golfer. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. One that really shocked me. If you watch The Great British Bake Off, one of the new judges is Prue Leith. Prue is 80. (gasps) Bake Off fans. Can you believe that? There's no way. Okay, moving on. Frankie Avalon. That one makes a little more sense to me. I I actually didn't know he was still alive. That's awesome. Mike Ditka is 80. Stop, Bears. Hey, hey, Bear. We got George Hamilton. His tan is actually 104. (laughs) (laughs) He is 80. (laughs) James Cromwell. Most people know him from Babe. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. How about Herbie Hancock? Oh, Herbie. Herbie had like a Grammy Award winning album that came out probably a decade ago. That's 70. Gosh. Grace Slick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Grace I'm sorry. Lick. Class? Can we sorry, play sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> death, death once had a near Chuck Norris experience. Boom, ding. Oh, Go ahead. we were done with that. Mm-mm. How about Grace Slick? I, gotta, I have to see what she looks like right now, because she was like Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson mm-hmm. whatever... Wow. Uh, Margaret Atwood, who wrote A Handmaid's Tale, is 80. That is more believable because she's kind of newer to the mainstream scene. Right. David Allen Coe, the country singer, is now, oh, he is a dirty man. Oh, I love David Allen Coe. His song, You Never Even Called Me By My Name, Uh is my karaoke go-to and my favorite all-time country song. Oh, wow. Okay. Tom Brokaw. Still working too. Okay, and then um, we have Lainey Kazan. She's from Kazan. She's from My Big Fat Greek (laughs) Wedding. If you remember, she's also in You Don't Mess with the Zohan. (laughs) Oh, geez, the Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) She also played Barbara Streisand's understudy in Funny Girl, Lainey Kazan. Oh, that's a fun fact. Yeah, it is. So anyway, those are the celebrities that I thought stuck out to me the most as, wow, I can't believe they're 80. Yeah. What's your Regis um, fun fact about his age, Steve? Chuck Norris counted to infinity twice. Mm Mm-hmm. Regis Philbin will turn 89 next month. Oh, mugga. Oh, wow. Think about this. Regis Philbin, Philbin didn't do his first show of live with Kathy Lee Gifford, uh, not until 1988, which means he essentially more or less had his biggest break of his career at the ripe age of 57. Wow. <laughs> Good for him. It goes back to what crazy? we were talking about yesterday and that you're never too old you know, to follow your dreams. Like when um, Charlie Daniels passed away, we had a clip of him saying yeah. that. Like, mm-hmm. just, it doesn't matter. He was he was already 30 when he just moved to Nashville to try to make a name for himself. And some people are like, oh, no, if you don't hit it when you're 17, 16, right. forget it. Yeah. Phil Donahue, 84, Bob Barker, 96. Give Whoa. us a call. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You could be a lifeline and play next on my talk. Ready to play a game? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. Welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with a score of 57 for Steve and 46 for Donna Valentine. She's creeping in. Yeah. We're playing. We play this every day on the Don and Steve show at 10.30 a.m. And we have Pam on the line. Hi, Pam. Hello. Where are you calling from today? Savage. Savage. Ooh, Savage. Savage. Population of 31,694 in 2018. Now, Pam, I hope you thought on this. If you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? How about pork fried rice? Oh, oh man, that sounds really good right now. Jeez, Louise. Oh boy, do you make your own? No, best is at Deep Ongs in Savage, and I don't work there, but okay. it's the best. 
Oh, great. Shout out to yeah. them. Great. There okay. You go. Now, if you win today, you're going to get something special. It's an access code to an early digital screening of Radioactive starring Rosamund Pike as Marie Curie. And that releases on Amazon Prime on July 24th, but you'll get it in advance. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Okay. Cool. Uh, now, today's topic, if I have everybody's attention. Yes. This is a part one. You'll have part two tomorrow. Oh, the, wow. The topic today is Florida Man. Famous male celebrities from Florida. Oh, geez. Okay. So uh, it comes down to you, Pam. Who do you think knows more about Florida Man? Famous male celebrities from Florida, Donna or Steve? Come on, Donna. We got to get you closer to Steve's numbers. Let's do this. Yeah. Woo! Wow, Steve. Oh, I almost never get picked. I okay, okay. Whatever, guys. I'm leaving. Bye. Okay, Bye. Steve. We'll exit the room now. We will hear him after. Donna does her questions. Okay, the timer will start after I ask the first question. Just a reminder, Pam, stay quiet in the background, and then you can help Donna at the end if if you think she needs to change an answer, okay? Okay. Here we go. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, ma'am. Okay, here we go. Born in Gainesville in 1950, his first hit singles were Breakdown and American Girl. Tom Petty. Question two. From Jacksonville. Lead singer born in Jacksonville in 1970. He once sang, I did it all for the nookie. I'll have to come back to that. Born in Hollywood, Florida in 1981. He played Olaf in the Frozen movies. Oh, that's Jack. Um, oh, God. Gad. Oh, God. Je- oh, what's his name? Jeff Gad? Gad. Oh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad, final. And the second one, I'm going to go that that is uh, P. Diddy. I'm going to need some help. Okay. I'm pretty confident (laughs) about one and three. Okay. Uh, So you need help with number two. Uh, Do you know the answer to that, Pam? I'll I'll repeat it. Lead singer born in Jacksonville in 1970. He once sang, I did it all for the nookie. Oh, man. Uh I don't know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. okay. That's okay. I was thinking like Skinner or something like that, but they're way older than that. Okay. All right. We'll bring Steve back. Here it goes. Come back. Okay. Just sent it. He'll be back. We'll see how Steve does in the topic today. Florida man, famous male celebrities from Florida. Today is part one. Tomorrow will be part two. Yay. Mm. All right, Steve. Come on. Come on. Everybody, baby. All right, Steve. Where'd you go? Run around the house? I mowed someone's lot. Oh, wow. That's incredible. You're like Chuck Norris. Okay. Are you ready, Steve? The timer will start after I ask the first question. I'm excited. Okay, here we go. Question one. Born in Gainesville in 1950, his first singles were Breakdown and American Girl. An American Girl. Shoot. Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Lead singer, born in Jacksonville in 1970. He once sang, I did it all for the nookie. Fred Durst. Question three. Born in Hollywood, Florida in 1981. He played Olaf in the Frozen movies. Josh Gad. Let me think. He was an American girl. Ah, dang it. Uh, Breakdown and American Girl. Born in 1950. Ah. Right, let's go over the questions. No, it's not Bruce. Born in Gainesville in 1950, his first singles were Breakdown and American Girl. Donna said Tom Petty. 
Steve said Bruce Springsteen. Tom Petty is correct. Donna gets a point. Okay, question two. Lead singer born in Jacksonville in 1970. He once sang, I did it all for the nookie. Uh, Donna didn't have an answer first, then said P. Diddy. Mm. (laughs) Steve said Fred Durst. The answer is Fred Durst. Steve gets a point. Eat it. Okay, born in Hollywood, Florida in 1981. He played Olaf in the Frozen movies. Um, first Donna said Jeff Gad. She said Gad eight times, and then she said final answer Josh Gad. So did Steve. The answer is Josh Gad. So we are in a tie. No! This is where it gets exciting. No! This is where it gets really troublesome for oh. Devel. Okay, let's see. Come on, Donna. Sure. Right, I'll do my best. Do my best, girl. Pam's still here with you, giving okay, you moral Pam. support. Thank okay, you. here's the tiebreaker. First person that answers gets the point. This singer was born in Tallahassee, Florida in 1985. Oh, God. Name him. Franco. Flo <laughs> Two chains. Oh, wait, wait. T-Pain. Yes. Oh, Steve. Oh, no. What the T-Pain. Oh. Hey. I'm so hey. sorry. Oh, God. Oh, I'll play that. Donna, be mature. There we go. There's that loser music. Yeah, speaking of losers, Pam, would you like to give a shout-out to anybody? You big loser. (laughs) Donna, just for trying her best. Thanks, Pam. You're my best friend. Donna's like Rudy. My neighbor, Sean, who just texted me because she's listening, too. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Sean. (laughs) What's up, Sean? Give it up for Savage. All right, Pam. Woo-hoo! Thanks for calling and yeah, listening. Sorry, Pam. Okay, Donna, you can you call are back worried. tomorrow if you can get through, okay, and play again since you didn't win today. Have a good day, y'all. Bye. Bye. You're Rudy. You're Rudy Rudiger. I know. Everyone cheers for you. When you win, it kind of feels like a setup. <laughs> Rudy. Yeah, because you don't know what goes on when you're not around. You know oh, who's, I have no idea. You know who's Rudy. You are, because you're rude. Are salad bars going to be a thing of the past? (laughs) Guys, there's an article on Bloomberg. Bloomberg. And they say this is the headline, Can Salad Bars Be Saved? Salad bars, you might not think about this, are a real crucial staple for a lot of supermarkets, for a lot of grocery stores. It brings people in, especially the midday crowd. Yes, just to get a quick lunch. Yep. Listen, I love Fresh Time, but I would have never gone to Fresh Time even once had it not been for me hearing about their salad bar. And I was like, oh, I'll go down there and make a salad. And so it gets some foot traffic in there for them. They're able to pay by the pound, so I think that they can make a good profit. And some salad bars can get some 100 to 150 salads per hour in the midday rush pushed out. So you can move a lot of product. Yes. That being said. They choose what they want. March 14th coronavirus concerns spike and then they are like you know what we need to pull back on these now sure they have the sneeze guards you know i know everybody has those right now actually yeah now they used to just be over salad bars now they're everywhere boy the plexiglass uh, companies are probably (gasps) making bank you're right about that like who's buying plexiglass other than everybody now they are yeah but before that you're absolutely right but now they're they're actually posing the question, will salad bars be the thing that you point to and say, oh, yeah, we those were before coronavirus. Like, we had like salad bars. Like pay phones. Bars. We'd go, remember those? Or, Mommy, what's that? 
That's what's what, going to happen. You know what they say is going on now in these grocery stores <laughs> where the salad bars usually are? It's just like these empty, big metal bins. Ain't nothing there. Unless you yeah. put like bath bombs in them or something. Yeah, right? Bath yeah, make bombs. it like hair ties or some sort yeah. of grab-and-go stuff. Well, now maybe the future of the salad bar will be Sally. Sally is a robot. Sally costs $35,000. Mm. It's from a Bay Area startup called Chowbotics. It's going to make its debut in Heinen's Pepper Pike, Heinen's. Ohio location later this week. Heinen. So, S- Sally, don't say, did you say that? I did said. You, did you add an M? No, I said what you said. Heinen. Oh. What? Heinen, not Heinen. <laughs> what I'm saying is appropriate. I said it's, the appropriate thing. has nothing to do with Just you have the dirty change of ears. seasons. Dirty-minded ears. Sally, the robot... Looks like a vending machine. Holds 22 separate ingredients, including dressings, (laughs) and tracks the nutritional profile of a salad as the shopper builds it on a touch screen. Um, There's a mobile ordering app in the works as well for those who just don't want to touch anything. But so essentially what you could do, it it has five standard salads that come at $6.99, so like a Cobb, a Chicken Caesar. But eventually uh, shoppers can also customize the menu. And then Sally, right in front of you, this robot mixes together this salad, and then, ba-ting, boom, it's out there for you, pre-packaged, ready to go, no touch. Can I tell you what's great about being a Gen Xer? Yeah. That you get to have lived through, before all this technology and the development of all the technology, and now we're, like, living in the future. Like, we didn't just, we weren't just born into, this is the way everything is. It's like the evolution of technology Mm. it feels like a privilege to you know like when i went to school there were no computers nobody had a computer we didn't search things on the internet when i was in college i didn't have to the library i didn't have internet until um seven years into radio Mm -hmm. like we would get we wouldn't get emails obviously we would get faxes Mm -hmm. from Mm. listeners for contests and things like that and people wanted to comment they sent a fax when I did an interview, I'd have to buy magazines and do research prior to an interview. There was no internet. So it's kind of fun to have lived through the before and the during and the development. Thing. Oh, development. I like how you say that. <laughs> Thank you. Chowbotics you know, is my favorite new word. Chowbotics. Chowbotics. That's a, uh, huh. yeah, a Bay Area startup. Chowbotics making salad vending machines now but you know you're right donna i was born more or less in the technological era right so after the technology breakthrough happened you're now living in the age of technology this new industry this some people call it a new wonder of the world yeah it's technology and what it does for us in the cloud and the internet and all that kind of stuff Well, i have to tell you the first time and it wasn't that long ago the first time that i saw a person in the form of a video on a computer i was like oh holy cow look at the detail of just like a person dancing or something Mm -hmm. on youtube and it was like what is this this is incredible and i get to live through it and see it well experience it speaking of throwing things back swear at it don't donna throw it across the room Eh. we're gonna get tipsy after the break (laughs) and uh there is a the safest word is kind of a throwback word the safest word to use when complimenting a coworker so that it doesn't come across or get misconstrued in an inappropriate way is 
We'll tell you. It's an old school word. See if you can guess it. Uh, we'll reveal it when we return on the Don and Steve show on my talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along Appreciate with that. producer Don McClain. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You guys both came with some very useful information today. Let's get to it. Time for a tip. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. So imagine this, and this is difficult in the world of radio, but imagine that you see a coworker who's like really well-dressed that day, made up, just like, wow, you look all put together like you're going somewhere. In radio, we drag ourselves in. We are sewer people. Hmm. Interesting. Donna? Speak for yourself, dude. Mm. Well, first of all, Donna has, since her first day, been the best-dressed person in the entire MyTalk side of the office yes you have the rest of us are schleppy and we just put sweatshirts on (laughs) don is like making faces over there oh it's great like you know i accessorize i have jewelry i have cute shoes i don't look that great today but thank you for the compliment steve yeah and thank you for the non-compliment you got it uh, Mowgli, is it Mowgli, <laughs> the fraggle that we've oh, always? Oh yeah, she he calls me that fraggle rock lady with the like long afghans. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, she oh, looks no. all disheveled, like but, she just no. crawled out of a dumpster. But oh, super approachable. <laughs> Not Madam Trash Heap though. Another fraggle rock oh, character. Mowgli, time. she's wise, and you know, she's she's seen a thing. People trust her. Mm-hmm. Not for fashion advice. Okay, so you see someone who's just well put together, and you want to and you want to compliment them. But it's very touchy. What do you say? You don't want to seem like a creeper who's trying to come on to your coworker. The safest word to use when complimenting a coworker is care to guess if you haven't seen it already? Nice. You look nice. Or D bone? Uh let me think, let me think. Um It's a throwback word. Oh. You look schnazzy. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, wait no, no, no. Hey, God, stop. Go. No, 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 Donna, groovy, stop. Groovy. No, Donna, trust hey, me. Hey, man, groovy no. look today. Okay. Hey. No. You're. No. Mm. The technical word is snazzy. We're going to give you a point even though you said. Oh, I said snazzy. Snazzy. Are We're you gonna... kidding me? You did it. I win again. Now, I am amazing. It should be noted there is no H, there is no CH, so snazzy. <laughs> Is not hey, a word. Herb. Herb, herb. 
Well, hey, babe, looking snazzy, babe. <laughs> Want a snazzy? Snazzy. Is no, the... that is stupid. No, if listen. If someone he... says to me, you look snazzy, I'd be like... No, no, no. Let me... <laughs> okay, wait a second. You would not feel threatened, though. You would feel safe. I, I, well, I'd feel like, go back to your hole, Carl. <laughs> you know? Okay. Here are some examples of how they gave to use snazzy. We're snazzy. You, you could say, hey, those are some... <laughs> Hey, those are some snazzy earrings you've got on. Or, snazzy. wow, that's a snazzy shirt, work friendo. Hmm. Other words like neat, slick, or nifty All might right. work too, but what snazzy. Year is, are you pulling this? From? No, this is, this is from 2020, July 9th, 2020, from Lifehacker. But they say it's, this is how you just stay safe. Another a strategy, by the way, uh, to compliment coworkers and not get in an HR conference later is to say things like, neat, your headband matches your necklace. Okay. Or, or not, what's happening wow, right now? your skirt has whales on it. Now, they might be thinking, <laughs> how long have you been looking at my skirt, Jim? Mm-hmm. The one thing they say to <laughs> never comment on are physical attributes, like telling someone their lips look snazzy. That could come across wrong. Mm-hmm. Can you Schmacher. say, like, those are some funky shoes? Yeah, but I feel like that sort of leans toward a diss. If you say funky, you're like, I'm smell. taking that in. No, it's just like, oh, those shoes are kind of funky. Okay. Thanks for those tips that no one will be using. Donna. What? You're upset because of the Mowgli thing. Is I it, get it I just tried to look up the Mowgli? Hang on, let me find it or for you. Or is it Moki? It's Moki. Oh, it's Moki. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. I don't know if it's Moki. Hang on, hang on. Let Mokey. me confirm. Well, okay, so she has yeah, a Yeah, it's Moki. It's Moki. <laughs> Come on, Don. You know that that's... It's too I, I kind of got a Stevie Nicks be... kind of vibe. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely fine. abused drugs I'm in the 80s. I'm very flowy. You know, like I like flowy stuff. Yeah, flowy stuff. Yeah. You know, like hippie stuff. Like just give me that tie-dye wrap and I'm good to go for a yeah. week. Yeah. I like... <laughs> You'd go to Moki Fraggle for like certain advice, but definitely not all advice. <laughs> what kind of drugs can I get? Yes. Rude. What drug is crushable? Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm talking about the puppet, not you. That Donna totally embodies. Now listen, I, I for I the do? record, I have been likened to Jimmy Neutron, Woody from Toy Story, Howdy Doody, any other animated character, yeah, Woody I'm Woodpecker. Like, okay, those are all wholesome, lovely characters. Moki like is the, wholesome. I'm like the lady from the dumpster who's a burnout. Nah, I just sent you a great picture of her where she's showing off her legs. That yeah, don't snazzy. Don't misguide it. She, this is not Madam Trash Heap, who is actually a pile of trash that speaks in Fraggle Rock, and oh she is God. wise. Moki Fraggle is one of the five main Fraggles All in the right. show. She has mauve skin with darker pink fur, long turquoise hair, and wears a long gray robe-like sweater, which is worn open. What's going on? What are you typing? I'm sending a note to HR. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What does it I say? I found this offensive. Uh-oh. We said you were snazzy. Now, here. Let me help you. Let me help you, Donna. Look. No, Donna. Donna you need to hit send. ask them if they can contact IT for a new keyboard over there. Now, here's, here's who I look like. Gobo Fraggle. Look up Gobo Fraggle. No, I'm not looking anything up. Just look up Gobo, Gobo Fraggle. G-O-B-O. I will Don't not. leave. Gobo Fraggle is like who I am. <laughs> 
yeah. Wide-eyed, ready for the day. <laughs> Hair looks like you played around with a socket. Hmm. Gobo is adventurous, clever, and kind, they say. <laughs> oh, no, this is getting worse. <laughs> He's a good leader. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. They give a full personality history on Muppet Wiki. Let me just search quickly for Moki's profile. Moki, Ooh, they make just Funko to Pops. see what uh, how they describe Moki Fraggle. Um, oh, this, oh, this is good. Moki... Oh, my gosh. Shares a room with her best friend, by the way. <laughs> Moki is a dreamer. She loves painting. Paint by numbers, oh, Donna. I love her. She's she loves great. writing poems. Didn't mm. you write poems? Yes, I did. Writing in her diary, meditating, or just enjoying surroundings. She has a mild drinking problem, generally in the form of boxed wine. <laughs> no, Whoa. she doesn't. That's funny. Ooh, you can get a plushie. I know what Don is getting for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Moki is very emotional and concerned about others. Oh. Always ready to help a friend in need. You picked up Don's license plate. Yes. Mm. Oh, we love Moki's you. job is to pick radishes. <laughs> oh, geez. She's quite dexterous with her tail, enabling her to wet the tuff to a point. She has Use a it tail? as a brush. Yeah, it's yes. a big fluffy tail. But she uses it as a brush for painting, presumably by number. Dear HR. (laughs) We're going to do some uh, movie news. July 9th. And a dirt alert. At 10.40. And an HR conference call when we come back. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply.